Hi, and welcome to the China Business Minute, a weekly catch-up with our China offices of the most important stories of the week. I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this week we're headed back to Beijing. Jake Parker is the Vice President for China Operations for USCBC in our Beijing office. So Jake, same recipe as usual, three topics. First, uh, Li Keqiang's recent speech, then an update on the encryption law, and then lastly, uh, a a trade talk update, if you don't mind. So first, Premier Li Keqiang gave a speech last week on July 2nd. Were there any highlights there that businesses should be paying attention to? Yeah, Ian, that's a great question. Um, So in the speech that Premier Li gave on July 2nd, he affirmed China's growth at between 6 and 6.5 percent for 2019. He also indicated there'd be a full realization of the government's promise on tax and fee reductions in 2019 and into the future. He noted that China would continue a stable monetary policy and prevent excessive stimulus. But the most important thing that came out of that speech was the premier's announcement that the financial sectors, particularly securities, trading, and life insurance would be liberalized one year in advance of when previous expected in 2020 instead of 2021. Now, of course, uh, any new liberalization would have to come with specific licenses to operate in those sectors. But it is encouraging that China is moving forward and accelerating some of the reforms that it has committed to in the past. All right. So getting weedsy as usual, there is a new version of the encryption law out. Uh, I understand there are some different buckets of classification in that draft. Maybe you could sort of break those down for us. Yeah, great question, Ian. On, On July 5th, the National People's Congress Standing Committee released a new draft of the encryption law. This is the third draft that we've seen since it was originally released in 2017. The law is intended to regulate encryption apps and administrative activities, while also promoting the development of the industry to enhance China's national and cybersecurity. Given its objective, the law is most concerned with establishing practices for the standards administration of China and provincial regulators for adopting encryption technologies. I think from the U.S.-China Business Council's perspective, we've been looking very closely at how the the law classifies encryption technology into three different categories. Those categories are core, common, and commercial use encryption technologies. For core, that means any technology that at its highest level of use encrypts state secrets. Common means technology that at its highest level of use encrypts classified information. And commercial, that means encryption that is not used to protect state secrets and classified information. We don't yet know what the implications are for these different levels of classification, but it's something that we're looking at very closely. USCBC will be seeking comments on this regulation, and we'll send around an update on that in the coming days. All right. Uh, Last but not least in the perennially favorite topic, got any news on the trade negotiations? There's limited publicly available information of any progress on the trade negotiations between the U.S. and China in the last week. However, in some of our conversations with Chinese government officials in both Washington and Beijing, what we're hearing is that China at least officially is telling us that they have not committed to any new purchases as part of the discussions at the G20. As we've discussed in previous podcasts, uh, this was a critical outcome that would have allowed the two sides to resume negotiations. 
Uh, and if the Chinese do not proceed with these purchases, I think there's some concern that this could have a very negative impact on the resumption of negotiations and the ability to continue to hold the list for 300 billion in tariffs from being implemented. So we'll be watching very closely in the coming days to see uh, what actions are taken by both sides. All right, something to keep an eye on then. Jake, as always, thank you for taking some time to keep us all up to date. Thanks, Ian. The China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council, and you can learn more about our work on our website, uschina.org. Our music is by Broke for Free, and you can catch our latest episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. If you do like the show, please leave us a rating wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and we will be back next week. Hi, and welcome to the China Business Minute, a weekly catch-up with our China offices of the most important stories of the week. I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this week we're headed back to Beijing.